Hey, happy New Year's to you and happy New Year's to yours. It's 2022, people. Say goodbye to 2021. I don't know how you did it. And to tell you the God's honest truth, I'm not even giving much of a rat's ass how you brought the year in. I don't care if it was sex and getting high, you was drunk as a skunk, whatever. We've moved on from 2021. I did a wrap-up show of 2021. If you want to go back and check that out, you're more than free to do so. It's just viewership for me, and I appreciate it. There's going to be some differences, a little bit of differences about Strange Talk with Doc from 2021 as opposed to 2022. Last year, I think I did too much hand-holding. As I went back and listened to the things that I said, I also did a show called The Things That I Said in 2021. And it seemed like I held a lot of people who listened to me's hands. I tried to get across the point that everything's going to be all right. I'm not qualified to do God's work. So I'm not going to continue to try to do that type of God's work by putting people on my shoulders, weighing myself down by not maybe saying some of the things as hardcore style as I should, because I want people to feel good. Yes, I want you to feel good, but it's not my responsibility nor my job to constantly big up those who listen to me. You have to do that for yourself. So to start this year off on December 31st, we lost a couple of people who I did not get to mention in a year wrap up because I did the show on the 31st. We lost this young lady named Tiffany Hale. She was a member of the New Mouseketeer Club. Betty White died at the age of 99. Betty White finally succumbed to old age. We all do. The Reaper never loses. He is undefeated. He will remain undefeated. I wish Betty White nothing but resting in peace because she seemed to give people a lot of joy. So if you give a lot of joy to the world, I think that you, in a way, earned the right to rest in peace. Sam Jones, a Boston Celtic, died at the age of 88. He was a 10-time NBA champion. He was a Hall of Famer. He was a member of the 25th, the 50th, and 75th anniversary teams. Okay, I know a lot of people don't like to give respect to the old one-hand dribbling days, but you know what? Go fuck yourself. It was still basketball. And Max Julian, the Mac, died at the age of 88. Now, Max Julian and the Mac helped, and Superfly, you would have to say, helped to perpetuate the pimp culture of the 1970s. Am I with the pimp culture? No, I have no respect for pimps. I have no respect at all for that kind of lifestyle. I never did and never will. But Max Julian was playing a role. This was actually a college-educated, I believe he was a Kappa. He went to Howard University. And so I say rest in peace to Max Julian. COVID cases in the United States is up to 57 million. 848,000 people have died. They say the vaccination number is at 508 million, and worldwide we have 291 million cases and 5.5 million people have died. Omnicron is out there kicking ass. It's going full bore. People just celebrated New Year's in mass crowds, parties, clubs, 
So this could be a very deadly week as far as Omicron numbers are going. I'm hoping that people are booster shots so that they don't have to worry about it so much. We had some horrible fires in Boulder, Colorado. At least 600 homes, a shopping mall, a hotel was burnt to the ground. So they had to uh, declare a state of emergency in Colorado. I mean, I wish those families the best. It's cold, it's winter, it's Colorado. I mean, there's never a good time for a fire. I'm a person who suffered the loss of their home when I was a young man. And when you lose your whole home, you lose your baby pictures, you lose documentations, you lose your neighborhood where you were set up and now you have to be uprooted and move somewhere else, meet new people. You're unfamiliar, maybe you're going to a different school. So I firsthand know how this feels. So my heart goes out to them. I wish them nothing but the best in recovering from this tragic issue. Now, the flight industry is screwing motherfuckers over again. 700 flights canceled on the 1st. I mean, 2,700 canceled on the 1st. 1700 canceled on the second which was sunday people needed to go back to work today which is monday the third but flights have been canceled also today now they're blaming all kinds of bullshit for this they're saying that the uh omnicron lack of workers work shortage bad weather but these are a lot of people we are talking almost over 4500 people uh flights which affect, you have to say, each flight 200 times that, people trying to get back home, trying to get somewhere, and there's no way to do it. You have to really, during COVID, plan your air travel well in advance. You got to see what's going on, what's going on with the airlines, delays, cancellations, and everything. So it's a brand new year, and we go into today, if you have $2 and you're listening to me today, take your $2. I'm not telling you what to do with your money. But Powerball is worth $522 million. $522 million. Now, part of this show was if I was a rich man. Now, meaning if I was a rich man, and I'm talking about instant wealth like this $522 million, what would I change and what would remain exactly the same about me? My standards would remain the same. My code of honor would remain the same. My dress code would maybe be upgraded to a degree. But would I become a truck jewelry guy? Would I become a guy who needs to have a $400,000 vehicle? No, I would not. Do I need to live in a home that's bigger than 3,500 square feet? No, I do not. Would I move to a different coast? Wouldn't do it. I'm an East Coaster. I wouldn't move West. So there are a lot of things about me that would not change. One thing that would change drastically is I would have the ability to help other people. But I would never just give anybody the money. They would have to have a business plan presented to me because out of respect, then they will get respect back. But just somebody coming to me and say, I need a hundred grand. I would tell them, you know what? You needed a hundred grand yesterday. You'll need a hundred grand tomorrow. And you still going to need a hundred grand today. I would not just willy nilly just throw the money around because I would have the money. 
You would have to come up with a business plan so that I know that you'd be able to take care of yourself and never return to me for another dime again. Now, if you did that properly, then I would help you out if I could. And I wanted to keep that brief, but that's it. $522 million. Do what you got to do. Eric Andrews Adams was sworn in as the mayor of New York, the second black mayor in the city of New York. Now, this dude, he is police. I expect him to conduct himself like police. I'm expecting him to conduct himself as a jump out boy, as a former captain. I don't think that he's going to be a man of the people, but maybe he'll prove me wrong. But you know what? Cops are cops, dudes. And that's just the way it is. Police are police. It's something in their blood once they put on that uniform and come out of the academy where civilians are looked at different than they look at themselves. They believe they're above the law. So I'm not expecting a lot out of Eric Adams to tell you the God's honest truth. Now, for people who say your voice cannot be heard, this dude, Rajel Aguila Maduras, who was sentenced to 110 years, the truck driver, but because of the outrage and the outcry from family and advocates, his sentence was commuted by this governor, Jared Polis, to only 10 years. Now, you can include time served. He'd probably be home in seven or six and a half. Now, this lets you know that voices can be heard. If you use your voice in a manner and you present your case in a manner, people will listen. 110 years, which was really no hope of ever coming home. 10 years, this dude is coming home if he survives his prison term. Now, the New Year's passed. We haven't had a lot of TV. We haven't had a lot of stuff like that. I'm a big YouTube listener. So by just some circumstance, I come across this dude, Whack 100. I had heard the name before, but I don't know nothing about him. I did no research on him. I didn't look him up on Wikipedia. I didn't look him up anywhere. But I'm seeing that he's on this clubhouse and he is constantly battling people. Now, I don't really have an opinion on this guy one way or another, but what I will say is this dude's got stamina like I've never seen out of another human being before where he can literally battle nonstop. And obviously he gets to sleep. He's able to conduct his business and make his money, but to put so much energy into battling so many people verbally. I don't come from a place where that's normal. I come from Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. Motherfuckers squabbled. They got it on. They got it over. The dudes who usually did a lot of barking, they got dealt with. Now, I'm not to say anything about this dude. This dude could be the most upright and solid man there is because I don't know him. So that part I won't judge. But I say, you know what? God bless this dude for just having an energy and a stamina to be able to do this. But then I think about this. Clubhouse was a startup business about a year or so ago. And maybe because he has some finances, he's a big backer of Clubhouse financially. And this is a way to put them on the map. So if he's doing this for business reasons, because it's still entertainment at the end of the day. It's still entertainment. And it's actually, to me, Fairly funny because I get to hear 
things that I don't normally hear. People talk about not directly giving up any information. I'm not going to say that. So don't get me wrong. But they talk about politics. So you know that there's three politics. Now, I've heard people say stupid shit on YouTube and maybe even during some of these broadcasts. You don't have to be a gang member to be a street person. You don't have to be a gang member to have street credibility. Because I grew up in New York where there really were no gangs in my day. We had the Tomahawks and the Jolly Stompers, and then they went out. The Five Percenters came in, and after that, for decades, maybe two decades until the Decepticons came, there really were no gangs in New York. There were little crews and posses, but we didn't have what you would call a total street politics because there were no OGs like that in New York City. And if they were, they were running their crews, and if you had nothing to do with them and you stayed out of their lanes, they didn't even bother with you. But to say that street people and guys don't have a name because no gang can call their name up, that's bullshit. And anybody perpetuating that lie should be ashamed of themselves because I've known plenty of people who've done massive amount of time in jail, got some bodies on them, and they have never been affiliated or associated with any tribe known to man. Their tribe members were called Colt 45, 357, 9 millimeter. That was their gang. But like I said, if you're interested in this dude, WAC 100, you could check him out. There's 9 million videos of him arguing with different people online. Some of them entertaining, and I'm sure I'm going to get bored with this very soon because it's just not my world. I don't like the loudness. I don't like the back and forth. I don't see it really going anywhere. Sometimes you got five, six people talking over each other, and then somebody will occasionally scream out one mic, which means I guess everybody shut it down, let the speaker speak. But that's just the way that goes. So you know what? Keep entertaining us, WAC 100. I wish you nothing but the best. Enjoy your life. Keep that stamina up. What you should do is a video on how the hell do you get and keep that kind of stamina? What do you eat? How do you work out? Do you jog 10 hours a day? Do you sleep 10? The other 10 hours a day and four hours you just fuck around talking? I don't know because you're running. You're saying that you're loaded, so... I guess when you're loaded and you ain't got to worry about bills and things like that, it gives you some leisure in life. So Uncle Murder did the wrap up 2021, and I'm going to big that up. I don't really know Uncle Murder's music. He's a Brooklynite like I'm a Brooklynite. I think that he did a very good job of wrapping up 2021 in a hip-hop song, a rap song. And it was about 13, 14 minutes, but he got to the point. He started it out with shock value by saying this little Nas X line, but that's that. And then he went on to say some things that made sense and things that don't make sense to me, but he did do a good job. I, I appreciate it. Now I watched two movies this week that I had never seen because like I said, TV was dead as hell. I watched Antoine Fisher, which came out in 2003 for the first time. I watched Eight Mile which came out in 2002 for the first time. And I would say that if you haven't seen either one, watch him. 8 Mile was very good. Eminem did a good job. He wasn't trying to be a pretty boy or anything like that. He was a dirty, 
dirty, dusty white boy just trying to make it. And so that was great. Antoine Fisher dealt with mental illness. It dealt with abandonment. It dealt with a guy trying to maneuver in a white Navy, which I can relate to. And I also watched this uh, Netflix show, three-parter called Crime Scene, Times Square Killer. It was about the torso killer in 1979 in New York City and New Jersey. And, but it dealt with a lot of what was going on in Times Square, the deuce. I spent a lot of time as a youth on the deuce. Matter of fact, I seen the Mac on the deuce. So I spent a lot of time as a young man. If you were from New York in my day and age, before Disney took over 42nd Street, you knew if you had feet underneath you. If you could go on a Friday or Saturday night with your pockets full of money and hang out on 42nd Street and maneuver that pit of hell. If you could do that and you could be there all night and you wasn't backing down from nothing. And matter of fact, you were aggressive and you was bringing your Brooklyn swagger with you. Then you knew you were in the place that you wanted to be. And I spent a lot of Fridays and Saturday nights on 42nd Street going up and down that block around that neighborhood in those arcades, uh, eating everything. And then I also watched National Champions, which came out this year. This is a movie about players in college who decide to, their team is in a national championship game and they decide to protest the game because they want rights, they want money, they want to be able to use their likeness. Now it kind of falls into play what's going on today in the college world. So I also say that's a good one to see. The WWE had a pay-per-view called Day One. Roman Reigns was supposed to wrestle, but he couldn't because he tested positive for COVID. Brock Lesnar wound up winning Big E's WWE Championship, which is no shock. Uh, I, you figured uh, Vince McMahon got a, a free pass because he didn't have to have Roman lose the belt to Brock, but Brock wind up beating Big E. That's a, a lesser pill to swallow. It was a good card. It was entertaining. I, it was nothing to write home about. Nothing that you're going to remember for years to come, but it was it was a good way to start the year as far as the WWE pay-per-view goes. The NBA is in full swing, and tonight we got the Heat playing the Golden State Warriors. We got the Timberwolves playing the Clippers. Tuesday is no game of note. Wednesday, you got the Warriors playing the Mavs. The Jazz are going to be playing the Nuggets. Then Thursday, you have the Clippers versus the Suns. Friday, you got Giannis versus Kevin Durant, which is the Bucks versus the Nets. Saturday, you got the Heat versus the Suns. Sunday, going up against the NFL, you got the Grizzlies versus the Lakers. Now, those are what I consider to be the premier basketball games of the week. I don't give you each and every basketball game because you don't want to be bored shitless. I just tell you the biggest games, I think. So yesterday, before I get into the NFL, yesterday, Antonio Brown, who is no longer Buck, he leaves the field in the middle of the game versus the Jets. At the time, the Bucks were losing. I don't know what kind of conversation was had, but it looked like Mike Evans was trying to get him to take a chill pill. Now, do I want to totally shit on Antonio Brown? Yes and no. 
Antonio Brown gets more breaks than most people could ever dream of. And it's because he's a supreme talent at doing what he does, which was being a wide receiver in the NFL. Now that he's no longer a wide receiver in the NFL, and I don't think anybody could touch him, he has to deal with being Antonio Brown, the citizen, who happens to have some money, but is not the most like man there is. People will come at him sideways when he's at bars, clubs, restaurants, unless they're sycophants. And now he has to deal with real life. And part of the real life is for him to act like an adult. He's a parent. He has to look at the fucking mirror, face the fact that he has some mental health issues. I'm no psychologist or psychiatrist. And I can't really say that for certain, but I'm thinking that has to be something wrong with Antonio. And Antonio has to face some facts if he wants to grow old, he wants to be free as he grows old, he does not want to be incarcerated because the prison system is always waiting for a dude just like him. The fall of Greece in this country is a story that we love. People say that we love the story of a person rising up from their bootstraps. No, this country loves the fall from grace story the most. We love to watch people fall on their fucking face. That's why videos of people hurting themselves get just as much views as a video of somebody helping somebody out. And that's just the facts. So yesterday, the Bills beat the Falcons. The Bills clinched a playoff berth. The Falcons are out. They're done for the year. The Patriots stomped the Jaguars. The Patriots earned the playoff berth. Uh, Matt Jones looked good. They were running that ball down their throat. Trevor Lawrence threw another interception for the 900th time. The Bengals beat the Chiefs, broke their win streak. Jamar Chase went crazy. 11, 266 yards, three touchdowns. Joe Barrow. I want to see what people say about Joe Barrow. He had another huge game, 466 yards and four touchdowns. Last week, he threw for over 500 yards and six touchdowns. So in the last two weeks, he has been out of this world. And Cincinnati won the AFC North for the first time since 2015. The Rams beat the Ravens. Matt Stafford hooked up with Odell Beckham at the end of the game. And they came back to win the game. The Raiders beat the Colts 23-20. Daniel Carlson hit a game-winning walk-off field goal. Jonathan Taylor looked like Jonathan Taylor. He's the best back in the league right now, especially with Derrick Henry out. The Bears stomped the Giants 29-3. Robert Quinn broke the Chicago Bears and Hall of Fame Richard Dent's franchise Single season records with his 18 sacks. Mike Glennon went 4 for 11 for 24 yards, two interceptions, and a 5.3 passer rating. The Giants actually ended up this game with 10 yards minus passing. Let me repeat that if you did not hear me or you think that I stunned 10 yards minus passing a professional NFL football team who the coach says that everything is all right. Philly beat Washington 20 to 16. Philly's defense just shut Washington out in the second half. Now Philly 
is one win away from the playoffs, and I believe they play my Cowboys. I'll get into that a little later. The Bucks beat the Jets 28-24. We all know about Antonio Brown. I spoke on that. But Brady rallied the team. He passed for 410 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. And this dude is like 44, 45 years old. He does not seem to be falling off at all. The Chargers beat the Broncos 34-13. The Broncos are officially eliminated from the playoffs. Uh, the Chargers had this dude, Andre Roberts. He had a 101-yard kickoff return. He was flying. The 49ers beat the Texans 23-7. Rookie Trey Lance threw two touchdown passes in the second half, and this was his second start. Garoppolo was out once again. My Cowboys lost to the Cardinals 25-22. The Cowboys had a litany of penalties. I'm not getting into was there bad penalties or good penalties because that's bullshit. Excuses are excuses. The Cowboys, every time that they have a big win, they act like they've done something. They really accomplished something. So they always seem to relax. They read and smell their flowers too much. The coaching... Mike McCarthy is horrible. I want him gone. The Saints beat the Panthers 18 to 10. Sam Donald got sacked seven times, and three and a half of those sacks was by Cameron Jordan. The Seahawks beat the Lions 51 to 29. Russ was cooking people. He had four touchdowns. Three of them went to DK Metcalf. Rashad Penny rushed for 170 yards and two touchdowns. So we had two teams break 50 yesterday. The Packers beat the Vikings 37-10 to clinch the number one seed in the NFC. Cousins was out with COVID. A big moment. They needed their franchise quarterback, and he was nowhere to be found because he's an anti-vaxxer. He had COVID, and that was that. I mean, because think about it. Wentz had COVID for uh, Indianapolis Colts, but obviously he's vaxxed or something because he recovered in time enough to be able to play. Now, tonight, we got the Browns versus the Steelers. And quote-unquote, the question mark is this Ben Roethlisberger's last home game. I got the Steelers beating the Browns. This is going to be an emotional environment in Pittsburgh, Three Rivers, and I expect the Steelers to step up for Ben. I expect Tomlin to have them on point, and they're going to start the new year off with a victory. Now, let's go through the games coming up. Everybody is playing on Sunday. There is no Monday night football because the week after this, we go to the playoffs. The Saints are playing Atlanta. That should be a good game, but I'm going to go with Atlanta at home to win this game. The Jets are playing Buffalo. The Jets have been playing good. This Barrios kid has been all right, but I think Buffalo really needs this game, so they beat the Jets at home. Cincinnati's going into Cleveland. The Bengals beat the Browns. Green Bay gets a cakewalk. Even if they don't play this, all their starters, they play the Lions. The Patriots are going into Miami. The Patriots need this game. I'm going with the Patriots. The Bears are going to play Minnesota Vikings. 
Minnesota Vikings is toast, so I'm going with the Bears. Washington is going in to play the Giants. The Giants have nothing. I have to go with the Washington football team. The Cowboys are going into Philadelphia. The Cowboys need a bounce back game, so they must beat the Eagles, so I'm picking them. Carolina is going into Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay has played down to lesser teams all year, but they will do enough to beat Carolina at home. Indianapolis really needs this victory. They're going into Jacksonville, so I'm taking Indianapolis. Pittsburgh is playing the Ravens. The Ravens will beat the Steelers. Ben Roethlisberger, if this is his very last game as a Pittsburgh Steeler, he's going to lose it. The Titans are playing the Texans. The Titans win this game. KC is going into Denver. I got the Chiefs in this one. This is going to be a bounce back game after losing this week. The Chargers are playing in Las Vegas. I like the Chargers in this game. 49ers are playing the Rams at home. I like the Rams in this game. And Arizona is playing, Seattle is going into Arizona to play the Cardinals. I believe the Cardinals win another game back-to-back. As long as they can hold down Metcalf, Lockett, and uh, Rashad, they should win this game. So, once again, people, Happy New Year's. This is Strange Talk with Da. You can come check out my website. You can uh, share, like, comment. It does not make a difference. Uh, I'm always free to suggestions. If there's a subject matter that you want to talk about or come in, or you think that I said something that was off-centered, off-cuff, that didn't make sense to you, it's all good to me. Like I said, we're going to look at this year as a different year. I'm not going to be holding the hands. I'm getting out of the business of doing God's work. I'm going to leave that to God's people to do God's work. It is not my responsibility. I will be the best that I can be, but the holding of hands days are over. Kumbaya, my ass, motherfucker. Okay? Kumbaya, my ass. It's not that kind of story anymore. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be gutter. I'm going to be raw. I'm going to also tell you, peace to you and peace to yours.